This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Did Steele have a reasonably good reputation with the FBI? He was described to us as someone who had a very sound record of reporting uh, on other cases, criminal cases, organized crime cases in the past. Did you, uh, did you see this material yourself? Uh, not initially, but some some weeks later, I ultimately was given a copy of those reports. And what did you think? You know, um, and they're incredible. They're, and I say that not, you know, incredibly great or incredibly terrible, just incredible. You, you read them, and there were certainly details in there that were consistent with other collection that we had. Um and then there were details and, and claims in those reports that were just like things you would never, you know, never imagine seeing in an intelligence report. The really salacious stuff about the president uh, and his activities in Moscow. And, um, you know, it's it both it's immediately screams out as you uh, it screams out to you from like two directions. Like it says, like you, you, you your gut instinct wants to be like this can't possibly be true but at the same time you realize well there's enough in here that's close to what we already know such that we really need to now spend some time figuring out if this is accurate or if it's not what was the fbi able to confirm about the steel reports you able to 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 actually run down some of those, some of the details and and, and confirm that some of them were in fact accurate? What we quickly found out was many of the things represented in the Steele reports were in fact true. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode of Okasati's episode number 113. Durham makes another indictment. And ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know who was just speaking right there, that was Mr. Andrew McCabe talking to HBO in a documentary just last year. And oh my goodness gracious, we got big, 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 big news happening today. We got it all here on Woke Societies for you guys. We're going to break it all down for you. Welcome in on Twitch, on DLive, on Rumble, Odyssey, and of course, my favorite fam over on the Foxhole. Love you guys. Welcome into the show today. It's going to be 
Guys, today's a today's a game changer. Today is an absolute game changer because we've been telling you, Durham has been working his way up the chain slowly but surely, but today was a shot again to let the deep state know that he is on them. Danchenko has been indicted. And everything I'm going to be showing you guys today is going to be linking everything together for you. And a lot of this information, guys, this is why the OGs that have been around for a while, and I include myself in that category, you got all these newbies jumping in around. I'm not, and, I, and when I'm talking about these newbies, I'm talking about these, these scumbag people that are trying to rip off people. And they just got here. And I love our, I love our newbies over here on Foxhole. And they are great. It's the scumbags that we absolutely despise that are selling people misinformation on the daily. Then when stories like this news days comes out like this, it's they, they try to jump in as if they know anything and they've been around for a while. And they have no idea and they leech off all of our work. They leech off all of our work. So guys, you got a good one here. You got a good one here. I can promise you that. It is a Durham dick slap day, Piss Van Tinkle. And it's going to be glorious. Before we jump into the news blitz, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do an ad for my mom here again from Breakthrough M2, Alula Wellness. Take a listen. Hello, Woke Society team. Thank you for supporting my son and being an individual that thinks for themselves. I'm Nan, owner and founder of Breakthrough M2 Weight Loss to Wellness. Over the last nine years, we have helped over 12,000 people lose thousands of pounds and reach their weight loss goal in a very safe, effective, and fast way. Carmen, one of your fellow woke members, just came off the program and after five and a half weeks, she lost 21 pounds. She did not think that it would work the way we said, but she was happily surprised. The results you see with our clients are typical. So get out your skinny jeans and visit brandu.com for information. And woke listener, you will receive a 20 count when you move to our consultant. Visit brandu.com or call 513-4320. Looks like the ad was uh, jamming up there, but that's okay. That's okay, guys. You guys know what to do. I've played it here multiple times. If you're looking to lose weight, ladies and gentlemen, to get to get that weight off you before the holidays, go check out Breakthrough M2, Alula Wellness. You'll be hooked up with an amazing coach on an amazing diet that's intense. We're met. Jen, gentlemen, you can lose up to one, two, even three pounds a day. And women, it's usually about an average of one to two pounds a day. I've done it myself. It works. And you're not just supporting my channel. You're supporting Patriot businesses like my mom's business, guys. And I see all the gold pill donations rolling through already. I will get to those as soon as possible. But before we get to that, guys, let's get in today's news blitz because we got a lot to cover as we always do. Let's do it. And here we go. From the Daily Mail, parents slam San Francisco's plan to mandate COVID vaccines for children 5 to 11, even though no one under 20 has died of the virus in the city. Are we going to have to carry birth certificates to prove four-year-olds are also eligible? Guys, San Francisco was going full-on Nazi-style woke. This is insane shit. They are going to be requiring kids now to show proof of COVID vaccines to pretty much participate in society. I have not seen this anywhere else in the entire country. And L.A. County sheriffs were talking about this, how where they live, it seems like they want to be out in California, the first ones to go through with any tyrannical rule. And this is exactly what's happening right now. 
L.A. County is losing. They're trying to de- uh, defund the police, and they ain't having it. And the sheriff knows they can't have it. And right now, out in San Francisco, they're trying to be the first ones to require five-year-olds, ladies and gentlemen, five-year-olds are so proof of a vaccine mandate to go into stores, to go into restaurants, to go to gym, whatever you got to do. Five-year-olds. And not only that, remember, fam, California is the first first state to be requiring mandating that all students have to be vaccinated before they can go back to school. This is going to get ugly. We've been talking about it on this channel a lot, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to get ugly. And California, if you can get out now while you can, get out and get your kids out of these schools and start homeschooling. It's going to get pretty damn ugly. And from the Gateway Pundit, businesses have until January 4th to implement Biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandate or face hefty fines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is coming from OSHA, and they're going to act as the Gestapo and conduct on-site inspections to make sure businesses are complying. Private businesses can be fined from 13000 to hundred to 136000 for violating the mandate. All unvaccinated workers will be, will be required to wear a mask beginning December 5th and will have to take weekly COVID tests starting January 4th. Ladies and gentlemen, all this spells out to me is that this could be a bluff from the Biden administration, but at the same time, these corporations, they can go and do whatever they want, completely bypass the Constitution. But I can tell you right now, a lot of these cases, a lot of these mandates are going to be, they're going to be fought in courts and there's going to be lawsuits up the ass after all this is over. It's going to get ugly, ladies and gentlemen, on all fronts as far as the domestic front right now. There's a lot of news going on and a lot of distractions going on. Wanted to throw this one in the beginning, but it's going to look like a lot of uh, Fuji Cash. There's a lot of people like me in Los Angeles. Fuck Joe Biden. Absolutely, my friend. Great to see you here, buddy. Love seeing you on the show and the chats all the time. It's going to get bad, guys, but they're coming for the jobs. Biden wants everyone out, wants people on the street during the holidays. Figure they wanted. Why would you want to do this by the holidays? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, 2022 is right around the corner. It's absolutely crazy. Biden is going down with the ship, and he's going to bring everyone down with him. And we got confirmation also from the Gateway Pundit guys. We talked about this man here, Edward Durr, who is going to, who is on his way to defeating Steve Sweeney, the head of the New Jersey State Senate. $153 for his campaign, and it's been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. The commercial truck driver defeats one of the most powerful Democrats in New Jersey. And fam, according to our reports and my buddy Tom here, they're still, they are still counting votes. Still counting votes out in New Jersey right now. The, uh, the, the corporate media told everybody that, that, uh, Philip Murphy had won. He did his, he did some stupid, really ugly looking like jump kick on the stage saying, yes, I won, I won, I won. And they're still counting votes. It's been two days later, ladies and gentlemen, and they're still counting votes. And it's only a fraction, only a fraction in votes uh, that Jack needs to win to uh, to upset, to upset Phil Murphy. And right now there's lawyers, they're Republican lawyers right now, and they're going to be investigating everything that's gone down there. Everything. Because Project Veritas, if you guys didn't see this, and I just deleted it by accident. Damn it. Hold on, guys. I hit the X button too quick on my uh, <laughs> my screen here. There was a quick Project Veritas video. You know what? I'll just pull it right on my telegram here. One second, guys. This was at a Project Veritas. They had the guy talking in the red uh, in the orange uh, in the orange vest is from Project Veritas, pretending to be an, an immigrant from Scotland, asking to vote. Check this out, guys. 
Ladies and gentlemen, three laws, three laws broke broken in just a minute. And the first woman was actually doing her job, and the other the other woman that was off camera said, "No, no, no, we're gonna let all the all people vote." And not just that, guys. There was videos pouring out of these places in New Jersey showing that these screens, the touch screens, every time they went to go vote for the Republican candidate, it would just stall out. But when it came to a Democrat candidate, when they hit the button, it would just go right through. You don't need to be a citizen here. Anybody can vote, guys. This has been happening all over the place. The fact that they're still counting in New Jersey is beyond corrupt. And we're going to have to see what happens. But there are lawyers now out, um, out there right now, um, hopefully, hopefully getting lawsuits ready and uh, willing to go at this point. We're going to have to see. But it's going to be very interesting. I'm sorry for all my New Jersey patriots out there. They are trying to cheat like hell. And the fact that it's still that close shows that people showed up to vote. And they are trying to sweat it out to see how much further do they have to cheat to get the win. And in other news, ladies and gentlemen, Rand Paul met up with Dr. Fauci today. And here was a 30-second exchange. Take a watch. Issued the current policy. And coincidentally, I, I have not changed definition any definition. On the same day the NIH said that, yes, there was a gain of function in Wuhan, the same day the definition appeared, the new definition, to try to define away what's going on in Wuhan. Until you accept it, until you expect accept responsibility, we're not going to get anywhere right. close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit well. that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. Thank you, Senator oh. Oh, there it is. There it is. For that lack of judgment, your own your own people that you work for are throwing you under the bus. And for that lack of judgment, you need to resign. You What you created was dangerous. And Fauci said today, he has no... He went up and said to Rand Paul, I have, I have no connection to anything as far as this virus being created. I have no connections to it all. This man is going up and lying over and over and over again. And we're going to have to see. Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't be the one on trial right now. It should absolutely be, absolutely be Dr. Fauci. But it's not just Fauci, guys, that we're going to see in today's episode. The arrest and indictments are coming, and we got another one today. And from the World Tribune, guys, this is going to be another dig we're going to have to do for another night. I saw this come out, and this one uh, caught, uh, caught my eye. Post-election reality check, Glenn Youngkin, the Carlisle Group, and Dominion Voting Systems. Apparently, there are some big connections between Glenn uh, Youngkin, who won Virginia, and Dominion Voting Systems. Um, apparently, the disturbing fact did not prevent Youngkin from running as the alternative to those who were declared the victor in the highly irregular presidential race. He even repeatedly called for an audit of the Dominion machines themselves while on the campaign trail. Was this classic control mechanics at work? 
First, create the problem to your own imminent personal benefit. Then present yourself as the solution also to rewarding personal effect. So apparently, Dominion Voting Systems is owned by Staple Street Capital, which was co-founded by two ex-Carlisle Group bigwigs. The Canada-founded and Denver-based company was acquired by in mid-2018 by Staple Street, which we all know, and also co-founded by the Carlisle Group. And the connections in this oracle are very big, and they go, and a lot of them go back to Yunkin here. I wasn't able to read this entire article because of the news coming out with uh, out of Durham today, but we're going to go back into this probably tomorrow because I want to figure out exactly what this is, but there is connections between Yunkin and Dominion, and... If we are really questioning everybody in anything, we need to look at it and not ignore that. And in other news, ladies and gentlemen, this poor Democrat, Manchin. I actually kind of feel bad for him at this point. Manchin hates his party. It's going to the shit. And today he was trying to leave, and climate activists were absolutely harassing this dude. Check this out. These guys absolutely hate Manchin. They think Manchin's the one that's holding up Joe Biden's Build Back Better program, the Green New Deal. They're blaming him for the holdup for all the uh, forest burning down, all the climate bullshit that's going on right now. And it's not going to work. And it's absolutely hilarious to watch. And guys, I wanted to throw this one in there. From Becker News, election investigation launched into New Jersey governor's race. 56 voting machines went down without counting votes. That, again, is linked up. Linked up with New Jersey, and again, they're going to have to fight and see what kind of shenanigans are going on out there. And last thing, ladies and gentlemen, some good news here. This is from the Epic Times. Breakthrough new blood test that can spot more than 50 types of cancer hailed as groundbreaking advancement. A new breakthrough blood test that can be repeatedly, reportedly able to spot more than 50 different types of cancer early on has been hailed as a groundbreaking advancement that could have tremendous human and economic benefits. The test is known as Galeri, was uh, created by a California-based biotechnology and pharmaceutical company, Grail, which is also in partnership with the Mayo Clinic. In a large-scale clinical validation sub-study of circulating cell-free genome atlas, the Galeri test uh, detected more than 50 cancer types across all stages through a simple blood draw. It's very interesting. I would also look, I would also dig into who these people are if they're connected to China in any way. That'd be my only only like, ooh, maybe we could need to back off of this because China has been collecting all of our genome data, all of our, all of our DNA data to God, God, to do God knows what. But it's some good news. I mean, we're 2021. We should be able to try it. We should be at the point where, where we, uh, we have the cures for cancer. Um, they're probably out there, but they're being suppressed. But either way, guys, that is today's news blitz. Let's get into the show, shall we? Oh my goodness, you guys have been pouring the love on me today. Pouring the love on me today. What do we got here? You guys are crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. Over on the Foxhole, I gotta pause this, man. You guys are absolutely pouring the love on me today. Thank you. Overstock's Freedom Girl, the cookie. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. I'm gonna get my drops up here. Miss <laughs> Brandy with a cookie. Lori Liberty with a cookie. Thank you. Texas Q Patriot with the shades, my dude. 311 fam, 600 gold pills. Already know it's gonna be a great show. Oh, dude. We have. We got, we're going to begin to everything today. I even have, I even have Q drops for you guys today, which we don't normally do on the show, but it's, it's very relevant to what happened today. 
The thing is about Q, I'm over the decodes, I'm over the uh, the red boxes and the and the and the string shit and all. Q is very spot on with Spygate and the things they dropped about Spygate and super super coincidental ways to the point where that's really what got me into Q in the first place was the mainstream media um, lopsided coverage of Trump, the peeing, the p uh, p gate, all that stuff, and then they're they're very very spot on, very spot on about the Spygate stuff. It's all connected. We're going to have Q drops for you guys today because they're just, they're, wor- they're worthy of bringing back for people that are new, that have people have forgotten about Spygate, all the actors involved with it. You guys are going to be all caught up to- with it today. Piss Fantigo with a cookie. The Durham dick slap is happening, motherfuckers. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And TG uh, Tiger with a can. Sky is the news now. I try my best, my friend. Mike Montana with a cookie. Love your show. Thank you. And Atlas with a cookie. Happy MAGA. Laura Cunon with a can. What's up, brother? What's up, Laura Cunon? Another amazing person. Mike Montana with a can. It is time for all the states to go full-blown revolution. Fuck Biden and Fuji Cash. My brother, thank you so much, dude, for 20,000 gold pills. Uh, gold pills are the arrest parties. I can't wait. Thank you, my man. I super appreciate that. That's, that's beyond grateful for that. Atlas with a cookie will force the jab, then figure it out. Rocky Raccoon with a cookie. Foxy with the shades. Heather Jar with the can. OH Pager with the phone. LLMN Text with a cookie. Any fam needing help figuring out homeschooling, I can help you for free. Be brave. And Filter Dog One, thank you for the can. And Comic Con Carne with a cookie. Give me that hopium. Guys, you know how I like to be realistic on these shows as much as possible. The hopium is going to be here today, and it's legitimate. I told you, after Biden got inaugurated, after he got inaugurated, I was going to be taking the, the, uh, this, this approach to this show on a day-by-day basis. No more, no more rampant speculation. No more bloated uh, hopium and copium. Because it lets people down, but today is a big day. There was a big indictment, and we're going to jump right into it, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to dive right into it. I'm going to have a funny video for you guys because we have too much to cover. It's going to go right into the intro. FTW Champs, thanks for the cookies, my friend. You're dropping so much love for me. And uh, you know what I'll do for uh, for Fuji Cash? You get an EMP, my friend, because you go me, you donate so much. I'll give you the EMP drop. Power of line. Thank you. EMP armed and ready. Big stuff, guys. Let's jump right in the intro. I'll see you guys on the other side of it. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans that you feel Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole This talking hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Two projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves Past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Let's do it. Share with him with a can. Thank you so much for donating that. And guys, over on DLive, you know what to do. With the commie lemons, rumble rants, you guys can donate too. If you're on your computer or tablet, if you have the chat, you can donate. There's a little cash icon on the bottom left. 
and Twitch. Thank you guys so much. So much. For the subscriptions. And you guys over there can still also donate to the Cash App as well. And all that. Fuji Cash wants to taste guy. I believe it or not, I'm a 73-year-old woman. Oh, no way. That serves process in the in the Los Angeles. I see all I see all the shit in Los Angeles. Fuji Cash. I would see this is the thing. I I, I don't know why I assume gender based off a uh, screen name and I'm, I'm usually always wrong. I'm usually always wrong. And I thought, I thought for sure you were a dude, but again, I proved me wrong. 73 year old woman. Thank you so much for, uh, oh, you've been around, you've been following this show for a while and I, I've been, I just really appreciate the love that you always give me. Um, so that's great. So if you're, if you're one of the processors, you must see so much of the dirty shit that goes on out in Los Angeles. I couldn't even imagine. So, guys, let's jump right into it. We've been talking for a while now that Durham has been making moves, and it's been slow. We didn't think he was going to be coming back, but he's back. He got Michael Sussman. He was, the, he was before today, he was the most recent indictment. And everyone's like, yeah, it's not, it's not big enough. It's not big enough. And what do we say in this show, guys? What do we say? We said Christopher Steele was going to be coming next. He's going to be coming next. And we got something. If we have, if we have imagine Christopher Steele in the, in the bullseye, the one he got today, Igor Danchenko, was like right here on the edge. If you were, if uh, if we were, if we were talking shooting and targets, and Durham indicted Igor Danchenko today. And where we're going to start here, fam, is from Technofog Substack. We're going to break all this down for you, and I have all these cool little tidbits um, to go along with this, guys. They're going to blow your mind. So the Danchenko indictment, it is officially an indictment. We found out today he was arrested, but there was no indictment, but the indictment did happen. John Durham has another scalp. On November 3rd, 2021, Igor Danchenko, Christopher Steele's primary subsource. Remember, the FBI knew he was a Russian spy. Remember that. He was arrested by the federal authorities today. Now we have his indictment. Danchenko has been charged with false statements to federal officials during his 2017 interviews with the FBI. And according to the indictment, Danchenko lied about his contacts with Russians, his travels to Russia, and the identity of his, of his sources. Those are just some of the lies in John Durham's words. And he breaks it all down here of what those lies were. He basically lied to the FBI and gave them multiple false statements. And Karen here, thanks for the can. Great show. And Texas Q Patriot, thank you for the can. I'm a lady too, my dude. There you go. See, I thought you were a dude too. I think everyone's a dude. I think everyone's a dude. And that's my bad. Maybe because it's all the dongs that are on this show. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to figure that one out because <laughs> I just clowned myself. For purposes of background on the second charge, Danchenko alleged he received a call from Russian reporter businessman Sergei Million. And we're going to talk about him a little bit later. Alleging a Trump-Russia conspiracy. Million has long denied placing this call. This call was important because it was the basis and part of the FISA warrants against Carter Page. Durham's investigation re- revealed Danchenko never received such a phone call or such information from Million. And more from the indictment, Danchenko kept PR Executive One, who I'm going to reveal to you guys in just a little bit who that is, was an influential Democrat. Updated of his compromet research, we have learned from a person smarter than us that this is likely Charles Dolan Jr., and that's exactly who that is, and that was confirmed today. Aaron May might have been the first to make this observation. Well done. The Democrat PR executive Dolan says, I think Danchenko worked for FSB, Federal Security Service of the Russian Federation. This, think about this as like a, a level down from the, KJ, uh, the KGB. Um, he was, uh, Danchenko was a little bit too young to get into the KJB. KGB. 
So he was part of this Federal Security Service of the Russian Federation. The Russian subsource one of Danchenko was a Hillary Clinton supporter and was gifted an autobiography of Hillary Clinton. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is another gigantic link going back to Hillary and her campaign. This is why this is such a big deal. Russian subsource one had a personal interest in a Hillary Clinton victory, stating that the Democratic PR executive would take me to the state. State Department, if Hillary wins, promises made, promises made from Hillary Clinton's victory to certain people to push this lie if they had won. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna guys, we're gonna break all this down. I'm just giving you giving you the entree. And we're going to go through this piece by piece. Durham alleges that Danchenko, the steel source, and the Democratic PR executive worked together to gather intel and dirt on Trump from their emails. This was certainly a pay-for-play, quid pro quo, without a doubt. The Democratic PR executive, Dolan, later admitted to the FBI he fabricated this information to Danchenko. Danchenko later falsely denied to the FBI that the Democratic PR executive, Dolan, had even provided him with this information. Lies upon lies upon lies. It never ends. And Denchenko further lied about his claims of staying in a Moscow hotel in June of 2016. He didn't stay at this hotel in October. This is material because Danchenko purportedly gathered information from sources during the June 2016 stay, which never occurred. Remember the whole PP tapes? They never happened. He lied, and it's been proven right here in the indictment. It's all falling apart. Here's an important observation. Danchenko wasn't a ne- wasn't a necessarily a source. He was a go-between providing steel with information from the Democratic PR executive Dolan. And this is turning out to be more of a story about this Dolan character more than Danchenko. And I'll explain that a little bit later. Overall, Danchenko faces five false statement charges. Falsely denying he didn't talk to the Democratic PR executive about the dossier allegations. Two, Falsely stating he took a 2016 call from Russian Sergey Million. Sergey Million was a setup. He was set up and falsely accused. He false, falsely stating in another FBI interview that he took the 2016 call from Million. Falsely stating he talked to Million for more than once over the phone and false in another FBI interview about his conversations with Million. Ladies and gentlemen, what this pretty much boils down to. As Durham is moving up the ladder here of who he's going after, all roads lead back to Hillary Clinton and her campaign. That is becoming abundantly clear, and the mainstream media right now, the corporate media, is having a meltdown. Absolute meltdown right now. And uh, Phantom for Freedom, thank you for the shit, my friend. First Gold Pill donation, been with you, my friend, for a while. You're the best. Thank you, my friend. I saw your emails. I'm going to have to open them up. And Ryder with a cookie, old man fart bag. I'm assuming you're referring to uh, to Biden and not myself. <laughs> but pretty much, ladies and gentlemen, this, what this boils down to is that Igor Danchenko, he, he was indicted. He fabricated the allegation that he was giving information to Sergey Milan via the phone, which he lied to about multiple times. And he also lied about the uh, the sources, one of them being a Democrat Party operative, which was this man, Chris Dolan. And this was, uh, this was shown here. This is taken directly from the indictment papers, ladies and gentlemen. As a legend further detail, Jenchenko lied to FBI agents during these interviews. This is from Durham directly. This is what he wrote down. 
We have lies upon lies upon lies. It's been made public statement, and he's been indicted now. It's all out in the open. There's no denying what all this is. But why I want to show you guys why this is such a big deal with this executive, because this executive has deep ties. This man's name, again, is Charles Dolan from Hans Monkey on, on, Twitter, on Twitter. Holy moly, steals ostensible sources were actually clients of Hillary's clandestine PR guy, rumored to be Charles Dolan, which was confirmed today that it was indeed Charles Dolan. And we're going to show, I'm going to show you guys in just a moment. Do you know who broke this story first today out of anybody else? You'd probably be surprised. It was the New York Times of all the corporate media outlets today. New York Times, the first ones to report this. And then the AP follow, which I'm going to show you a little bit later. There has got to be reason for that. Because you got to remember, New York Times writers won Pulitzer Prizes for writing all the Russiagate hoax garbage for years. People won awards for the writing and supposed exposure of Donald Trump and Russia. Remember that. And now they're the first ones to report on Christopher Steele. That is not a coincidence. I highly believe they are covering their own asses for what's to come in the near future. I really, really believe that. But ladies and gentlemen, when we're all talking about all roads lead to to the Clintons, this is why this Danchenko um, indictment is a big deal. And I am sure Danchenko is probably going to plea out, throw these people under the bus, or he might try to cover. We shall see. But why... Charles Dolan is more of the story than the actual Danchenko indictment is because of this right here. The sources of all this link back to a Hillary Clinton clandestine PR guy rumored to be Charles Dolan. And this next tidbit I'm going to show you, shout out to Methods. We were going back and forth all day today, lobbing information at each other because the information today, guys, it was today brought me back to the glory days of when I, when I was in the middle of all this, when we we're on YouTube, when we had all this going on. It was nonstop news, 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 news dropping, and it was hard to keep up. Today was one of those days. But this goes back, this goes back to this uh, Charles Dolan, also known as Chuck here. President Bill Clinton appointed Chuck to two four year terms as the vice chairman of the United States Advisory Commission on Public Diplomacy. The seven year a member commission is a bipartisan panel established by Congress to advise the president, the secretary of state, and the undersecretary of state for public diplomacy and public affairs on press and information activities of U.S. missions abroad and the government's international radio and television operations. Basically, guys, what you're reading here is this guy is an end-all, be-all as far as making sure that everything that goes out to the public gets kid gloves and that everything is more palatable. Um, they can spin things. They know how to spin narratives. Deeply connected to the Clintons. All the way back to Bill. And during the 2008 Democratic nomination process, Chuck served as an advisor to Senator Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign in Iowa and New Hampshire. He was also a senior communications consultant for Senator John Kerry, President's Presidential campaign in 2004, he was a state chairman of the Virginia Clinton Corps uh, campaigns 92-96 and a member of President Clinton's Presidential Exploratory Committee. Prior to that, he was an executive director of the Democrat Governors Association, where he supported the election and re-election of Democratic governors in all 50 states. Guys, this guy is a pro 
a pro master. And R. Cogburn over on Twitch, the pro master of the propaganda, Democratic propaganda machine. Great, uh, great, great uh, comparison. That's exactly who this guy goes to. And this Richard uh, and this Charles Dolan guy. This is where the source is connected to. This is all crazy. This is why, guys. This is why this is uh, this is all very relevant right now. Luan V with a cookie. Dolan and Chenko didn't kill themselves. No, they did not. And KQ with a can is finally really heating up. It's heating up. And Mike Montana with a can. They're all going down. It'll be glorious. NFTW champs also with a cookie. Chuck can suck it. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And dog nuts also the can. Depends. Sale just went up um, in northern D.C. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. And just a side note, guys, of why this is uh, important. Jeff Carlson asked a very, um, and Jeff Carlson has been following this for a long time. I'm still on Twitter, so I'm able to follow all these OGs that have survived um, the purging of all the of all the Twitter purges, the YouTube purges. I've been following a lot of the same accounts that have uh, that haven't dwindled. And Jeff Carlson says, did Dolan brief the UK former Russian ambassador Andrew Wood? Why does this matter? January 13, 2017 email, also in conversation with former British ambassador who knows the UK person won. Why this is important? Wood brought steel allegations to McCain in November of 16. McCain sent Kramer to get dossier. McCain then gave it to Comey. This all goes, guys. I don't want you guys to forget. There's so there's so many levels to this onion. There's so many layers to it. These are the Durham's at the lower levels right now. And you have to remember, all this points back to Comey, to Mueller, all the FBI that was involved in this, including who we heard from in the beginning of the show on the on the cold open, Andrew McCabe. It all goes back to him. But why I want to show you guys why, and this is, you guys got to remember what you're reading here, what, uh, what this is, this is Durham's writing. And he highlights here, executive one, PR executive one, who was Charles Dolan and others. Take me off to the state department to handle issues of the former USSR. Then we'll see who was looking good and who was not. Deals were being made. If promises were kept to bury Trump and his entire, his family, his staff, everybody. And this last part, in and or in and, in or about September 2016, Russian subsource one made a similar comment in a message to the same associate, stating in Russian that PR executive one would quote, take me to the State Department if Hillary wins. It looks like Mr. Charles Dolan and others were promised jobs, high ranking jobs within Hillary Clinton's. State Department, if Hillary Clinton won. And how would Hillary Clinton won, according to them? By framing Trump. Promises were made for framing other people and making up false information. All roads lead to the Clintons. It is on full effect. Now, let's get to Fiona Hill. If you guys don't remember Fiona Hill, that's okay. You guys are going to be educated today because I'm going to show you exactly who she is. This came from Jack Pasebic after all this. Pam Tate with a can. Great day for some can cofefe, absolutely. And Diddy, welcome in, my friend. Dang it. I miss, I flat missed half your show. Damn it, anyone. Oh, don't worry, man. We're just getting to the really good stuff. Don't worry. 
And Diddy, I'm gonna probably if you want, man, if you do if you're doing a show with Johnny later, I'll give you all my uh, I'll give you all the shit that I have for my show. Um, if you guys want it, I'll drop you all the links for everything I got. Jack Vasabic, Trump impeachment witness Fiona Hill is also now implicated in criminal steel dossier operation. Why is she important? Fiona Hill, ladies and gentlemen, was one of the first main people to catapult Trump's first impeachment. And I'm going to play you a clip here, just a small clip of when she went before Adam Schiff and, uh, and, so, and some of these high-ranking uh, politicians. This was her talking about how um, about information, Russian information. She is the former top Russia expert, expert on national security. Watch this. I was actually, to be honest, angry with him. And, um, um, you know, um, I hate to say it, but often when women show anger, it's not fully appreciated. It's often, you know, pushed onto emotional issues, uh, perhaps, or deflected um, onto um, other people. And what I was angry about was that he wasn't coordinating with us. Now, I've actually realized, having listened to his deposition, that he was absolutely right that he wasn't coordinating with us because we weren't doing the same thing that he was doing. So I was upset with him that he wasn't fully telling us about all of the meetings that he was having. And he said to me, but I'm briefing the president. I'm briefing Chief of Staff Mulvaney. I'm briefing Secretary Pompeo, and I've talked to Ambassador Bolton. Who else do I have to deal with? And the point is we have a robust interagency process uh, that deals with Ukraine. It includes... Mr. Holmes, it includes Ambassador Taylor as the charge in Ukraine. It includes a whole load of other people. But it struck me when yesterday, when you put up on the screen Ambassador Sondland's emails and who was on these emails, and he said, these are the people who need to know that he was absolutely right because he was being involved in a domestic political errand. And we were being involved in national security foreign policy, and those two things had just diverged. She's talking about here how there was uh, there was some domestic policy, things weren't lining up, and we need to go on the hunt for Trump, essentially where this entire thing was going. That's exactly where all this was going. This was the beginning days of it, fam. Dude alert, dude alert. I'm seeing everywhere in all the chats. Man, is it really that obvious? I guess so. Maybe she does have a dog. I didn't start this. You guys started this. And this is in multiple chats. So this must be a, uh, a general consensus among the woke fam out there. And Venmore says, look at the chin on that one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Deborah with a cookie. Thank you. Cookie. And Popcorn17 with a phone. Best show on Foxhole. Just got home and a bit early to catch part of it. Popcorn, you're about to jump into some of the best shit um, in the episode today. Fandom Freedom with a cookie. Man hands. Okay, you guys got me convinced. There's some man hands going on. I, I will agree with that. But why this is important, ladies and gentlemen, why this is important. This is from Chuck Ross on Twitter. Bombshell stuff. Igor Danchenko received info from a Democratic PR executive who we know is Mr. Chuck now from the Clintons that he then passed along to Chris Steele. He withheld that from the FBI. Danchenko also lied about receiving a phone call from Sergey Million. And now I'm going to show you guys part of the indictment and why Fiona, uh, Fiona Hill here is in huge trouble. Fiona Hill introduced Jan Tank, uh, Dan Chanko to Chris Steele as well as to this PR executive. And what I'm going to show you here is this right here. Is this? I might have a better one, actually. Let me see. Let me see. I think I have a better one. This one right here, fam, right here. 
So at all times, this is in Durham's indictment, at all times relevant to this indictment, PR Executive 1, who was Chuck, was a Virginia-based public relations. That's the uh, connection to Clinton's. He was a a public relations, a PR professional, as we all know, employed by Washington, D.C., basic public firm's firm. In or about February of 2016, Think Tank employee one, who is Fiona Hill, the the aforementioned individual who introduced Danchenko to UK person, which is Christopher Steele. Fiona, Fiona Hill here, ladies and gentlemen, introduced Christopher Steele to Danchenko. Back in 2010. And also introduced Danchenko to PR Executive One, who was also Chuck. Fiona Hill here is the connection between Christopher Steele and also Danchenko. Going back to Mr. Chuck, Mr. Hillary Clinton here. There is a three-way connection, and Fiona Hill is in the center of it all. And remember, we we're gonna. I told you guys we we're gonna be talking about Million, the guy that was set up, the jumping off platform for the Carter Page um, investigation. That turned out to be all fake in in, uh, in in the indictment. It was all lies, and Million here went out on his Twitter and says, "My full exoneration, folks." Shows it right here. It says. In truth and in fact, and as reflected in contemporaneous communications, Danchenko did not receive such a call from Chamber President 1 and did not agree to meet in New York. False claims, intentionally false about phone calls with Million here. Million also tweeted this out. Very interesting. Looks like three of my enemies are going to jail very soon, folks. I learned that several top-level investigators are working on their cases as we speak. We know one of them is Danchenko. I have to imagine the other two are probably Fiona Hill and Mr. Charles Dolan. That is my guess at this point. But we could be wrong, fam. We could be wrong. These could be two people we're not even expecting. Million was, was framed. He was framed. And it leaked out today. That Durham confirmed that he was that he was framed. <laughs> Mike Montano, the 102 gold pills. Ding dong. Filter dog one with a cookie. Sounds like you need to change battery and smoke alarm. Yes, I know. I know. It, it, it does. I've changed it. I think it's broke. It's hardwired. I changed it twice now. And it's still going off. So I have no idea. And there's no carbon monoxide. There's, we have no heat in the house right now. Um, we won't, we won't have heat till next Wednesday, which I found out today, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, that's another story for a different time. Thanks to the Cookie Filler Dog and Vent, uh, Ventmore. Ventmore, thanks so much for the cookie as well. So, are you guys ready to go down an old rabbit hole? I'm ready to go down an old rabbit hole right now. This is one of my favorites because when you're reading through this indictment, guys, this indictment was 40 pages long. I think this indictment was longer than Michael Sussman's. And remember what Cash Patel said. These indictments are normally never... False statements are usually three to four pages. Michael Sussman was over 20, maybe 30. This one for Danchenko was about 40 pages long. It was even longer than Sussman's. This is huge. And this is one of the tidbits I want is going to start us down this rabbit hole. Let's go. Mr. Danchenko and I met once in 2016. In connection with my job at servers.com, I traveled to the United States 
in the spring of 2016 to participate in the Game Developers Conference event and investigate the prospects of running a public relations campaign for the company in the United States. Now, this is Mr. Charles here, guys. Mr. PR firm for the Clintons, who we've talked about now. When I heard that, when I read this, this set me back in time, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I remember a certain Q drop talking about Soros and these Russian spygate actors using video games as a way to communicate with each other. What am I talking about, guys? You guys might have forgotten about this from a long time ago. But I remember, and I'm going to show you now. Remember, this is Mr. Charles talking about how he wanted to be a uh, to, to uh, be the head of a PR firm back in 2016 at a game developers conference to investigate the prospects of running a public relations campaign for that company in the United States. What I'm going to show you here, this is from a Q drop. This is from 4005. This is a this is a video game chat, and this was used on a Star Wars game, an older Star Wars game. Palpatine's Revenge. And this was a snapshot that Q dropped of some of these communications. Duke, the name of the, this person was, these are code names. Dooku. RR isn't taking, isn't ta- uh, taking shit and he knows our friends have stuff on him. Rod Rosenstein, possibly. Also says, I'm hearing Mueller, maybe by the end of the week. Severus, hearing that too. White House will be uh, blindsided. Let's put MF back in the news. These are all code names and these are all communications being done on a gaming platform. I have to wonder, I have to wonder if Christopher here was trying to become a PR firm for the one that owned these games. And it goes all the way down the line. And the funny thing is, I'm a gamer. I've been gaming for a very long time. And back in my trolling days, we knew... If you use, if you talk on headsets, if you're in, if you're on a live uh, a live game on the internet, if there's chats, nobody monitors nobody monitors the comms in the in these rooms unless it's unless it's uh, unless it's brought unless it's really bad you're you're gonna kill yourself you're committing crimes on this then yeah it could be it could be subpoenaed um, the F, the law enforcement can take it but otherwise nobody listens to uh, nobody if you if you guys want to be seriously probably. H 4chan, you know, the, the cue boards, all that stuff, where all, where all those things reside, it's pretty, it's pretty lethal in there. Not, man, not a lot of people can sit there and go through, uh, go, go through those uh, forums. The next worst thing I could think of are video game chats. Nobody, nobody uh, monitors these things. So I thought that was very curious. And I just want to show you another drop here that's very curious as well. And the only reason, guys, why I'm showing cue drops, you guys know I stopped covering cue drops a long time ago. This stuff is very relevant today, and I just wanted to show you my line of thinking with this little rabbit hole, this old rabbit hole that we used to go down. 3994 talked about how does Soros communicate securely with DNC leaders? I think it was through these video game platforms. Because if you guys remember this, from Niche Gamer, this is from March, 20, uh, March 10th, 2020. Billionaire George Soros invests $45 million into Activision Blizzard which is one of the biggest video game companies in the world. These are the ones that own Call of Duty, probably their biggest video game franchise, probably one of the biggest video, uh, video game franchises in the entire world and in video game history. George Soros invested into them 
And this article came out March 10th of 2020. I just want to show you guys these same Spygate actors that Durham is moving up to. This is how they all communicated. You have to know. You have to know that Durham knows this as well. And 4002, the drop writes, dates are important. SWC drop to closure coincidence. Soros invest February 14th. This is all real stuff, guys. This is all, this is all stuff that happened. Desperate times call for desperate measures. When, why do you expose what you know publicly? And I thought that was just super interesting with this tidbit that Mr. Uh, Dolan here wanted to be a head of a PR firm from one of these uh, gaming ind- from one of these gaming companies. And I just I this is speculation, but I'm just wondering if that if that had something to do with it because these people were talking, communicating through video game chats. And is this how the shots were being called? That nobody would be monitoring. Nobody would even think to look there. Logically, it makes sense. But I thought it was funny, guys, because remember, watching the news come out on all this today, I'm like, damn. Damn, who's reporting on this? And thank you so much, uh, Champs, for the cookie. From now on, we can refer to Charles as Chuck the Cuck. I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for the cookie. Okay. H2M Maven dropping some dirty hopium. Guys, It is. this is real hopium, though. But what I want to show you, first it was the New York Times, by the way. They dropped this. Authorities arrest analysts who can who contributed to Steele dossier, which I am shocked they were the first ones, and then it rolled out um, from there from everyone, and even the AP, all the way down. Analysts who aided Trump-Russia dossier is arrested. It all came flying down the pike here. And I'm just like, <laughs> are these people really reporting on this? Are they really? I, I thought for sure they would be ignoring it, because usually what the what corporate media doesn't report on is what you want to be paying attention to. Oh my god! You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this up. So where do we go from here? So this is a nice little recap. This is where we're at. Clinton advisor feeds story to Danchenko. Danchenko feeds story to Steele. Steel feeds the story to Fusion. Fusion feeds story to media. Media accuses Trump of Russia collusion. In a nutshell, that is pretty much what happened here. But I want to show you guys just one more drop because I thought this was, it's very pertinent to today. Talking about the placeholders from drop 4621. Kevin Smith was the first one and then these were all blank. So we have Michael Sussman, and these are non-civilian because these guys worked in a, in a government. Kevin Kleinsmith, Michael Sussman, Igor Danchenko, and then the rest of these right here are still blank. So there's still more to come, and I really believe, I really believe that it's going to be happening probably in the next two or three months, just like what Cash Patel said. And I know you guys, you guys can hear the, uh, don't worry about the fire alarm. We'll, we'll handle it. It's okay. It's all good. The boys and the wife are out, out of the house right now. It's just me. What I want to show you is... I want to show you just how savage Durham is. In the indictment... I don't know if he did this on purpose, guys. But I'm going to just tell you. This is my opinion. This is my speculation on what I'm about to show you. This is... You can guys can see it on the bottom highlighted here. Durham signed this, uh, this indictment... 
I, that's either the 28th or the 29th. 10, 29, 21. This was just, what, five, six days ago? Maybe a little bit more compared to today? What just happened a couple days ago? A big election. A big, big election in Virginia where Youngkin won. Durham could have released this before that, but what was everybody talking about in the news cycle, all of our channels talking about, was this big election coming up? What did Durham do? I believe Durham waited. I believe he waited till after the election, a couple days, and then made this public, and they went and arrested this guy. So that would be a couple days removed, and now the entire media is forced to look at this. Everyone's looking at this right now. This is the biggest news of the day. I really believe Durham is a savage, and he's going for the kill on all these people. Because you guys have to remember, you guys have to remember, this goes all the way to the FBI agents. This goes all the way to the, to Mueller. This goes all the way up to Jake Sullivan, who's currently serving in Biden's fake administration right now. This goes all the way up to Biden, all the way up to Obama, who was overseeing all this, and all the way back to Clinton. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I, Durham's not going to be stopping just because someone's a president. I don't think so. And Catherine Heritage dropped this. Igor Danchenko charged with five counts, false statements to the FBI. Steel dossier sources was released as, as at the U.S. Eastern District of Virginia courthouse on a $100,000 bond. He will not be on electronic monitoring system and must surrender his passport within 24 hours. So they're letting this guy out on bond, Danchenko. I guess they don't think he's a flight risk. But you guys put it in the chat already. Danchenko didn't kill himself. <laughs> I am surprised they didn't hold, hold this dude. But apparently um, at this court, they, they ran out of uh, electronic, electronic monitoring systems and they wouldn't have one till the next day. So they told him, you need to surrender your passport within the next day. Will anyone be surprised if we find out tomorrow that this dude ends up maybe possibly leaving or kills himself? I don't know. I really don't know. But don't, but wait. His travel is restricted to the Washington, D.C. area. So guys, don't freak out. If he leaves the D.C. area, he'll be immediately th uh, thrown in jail. So he can't, he can't leave the D.C. area. He is constricted to that area alone. And I guess that was the deal that was set up because apparently uh, the courts, they ran, they didn't, they, maybe all these electronic monitors are on all these people that we want to be arrested and we just don't know yet. But again, guys, that's just pure speculation. But you want to know what's funny? Because we, we've been watching these actors. We've been watching Christopher Steele. What happened? He put out his documentary not too long ago, right? On Hulu. All of a sudden, all these people, like Peter Strzok, as I'm going to be able to show you here, all coming, they're all popping their, their, tra their, uh, their douchebag little heads out of the trader grounds. You can't make this stuff up, guys. I was laughing my ass off when I saw this. This is a tweet from In Lieu of a Fun Show. He, he runs a podcast. And he writes, sometimes we're really on the news. Today on the show, we have Peter Strzok joins us to discuss today's arrest of Igor Danchenko in the larger state of the, uh, of the John Durham investigation. Hmm. Peter Strzok, who is in the middle of all this 
just so happens to be doing a podcast to, to discuss his take on the Durham investigation and Igor and the Igor Danchenko arrest. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe to get his side of the story out first. But shout out to Methods for sending me this little clip here. I want people to remember. I want people to remember this little clip here from Adam Schiff because Adam Schiff was the face of all this. Pencil neck Adam Schiff was the face of all this. Listen to what he says here in this clip. We ought to do everything we can to figure out what of the serious allegations are true or untrue uh, and spend a lot less time, I think, just trying to attack the messenger. We need a lot less time, a lot less time of attacking the messenger and looking at the intel that we're, that we're force-feeding you. Don't look at where this information is coming from. Just pay attention to the information and trust that the information that we're giving you is legit. All this intel is legit. And guys, the FBI knew this was all fake. They sat on this. They knew it was fake, and they went through with all this anyways. Remember that. That is very, very important. And if you guys are following Richard Grinnell on, on uh, Twitter still, he was going absolutely crazy today. He retweets Sean Davis here, and Sean Davis wrote, Per Durham's indictment of Christopher Steele's employee, Igor Danchenko, Danchenko's lies to the FBI all came in 2017, which means Comey and Mueller and Strzok and McCabe, Strzok, who we just said, is going to be having a nice, nice podcast today. Strzok and McCabe and that whole crew knew the entire dossier was garbage and they covered it up. And Richard Grinnell says, and also Adam Schiff. This is one of the reasons why he refused to meet with me. I made clear he knew the truth and continued to push the lie anyways. You know who also knew it was a hoax? Rice, Jake Sullivan, and Joe Biden. Guys, I told you we're giving, I'm giving you some legit hopium, but I'm giving you the hopium based on the daily events that we go through on this show. It is legit. But that, that first clip I played for you guys from a- Andrew McCabe saying, the intel we just had was incredible. It was incredible. It was almost so unbelievable, but it, but it was true. It was true. And here's a clip, and shout out to Matt that he got me this, uh, this, this uh, six-minute documentary that from HBO that was able to chop up before the show remember this also goes back to Brennan look what Brennan said when I read it uh, it it read very much like it was prepared by a trained intelligence professional Uh, just the way it was written the language it used and the format and when I learned that a former officer of the British intelligence service MI6 was the one who had put the dossier together, I was not surprised at all. Because, uh, again, when I read the dossier, it it looked like uh, it had the feel of a intel- of an intelligence report. A legitimate te- intelligence report, by the way. And guys, I'm going to call it right now. We can we can have some bets on this show. Not not We're not p- placing real bets, but we can throw some bets out there, guys. Who do you think is going to go down next? For me, it's either Fiona Hill, Christopher Steele, or Glenn Simpson. Guys, remember Glenn Simpson? If you guys don't remember, uh, if you guys don't remember Glenn Simpson and MHL, MHL1, 
Perfect timing for this one. Thank you for the shades. Who's next on your arrest pool? Glenn Simpson's one. Christopher Steele, Christopher Steele is two. And Fiona Hill is three. Here's a clip from Glenn Simpson from that same documentary. The dossier and see whether there were statements in there that were untrue. Well, uh, was, there, was there anything that indicated to you that it might not be true? No. Nothing. No, I mean, um, again, the evaluation process um, when you're a journalist or intelligence guy or research guy is you, you look at everything and you say true, untrue, plausible, implausible. Is there collateral? You know, yeah, we engage in that process. You still think there was a meeting in Prague? I well, so there's a semantic. The semantics of this are very difficult. Yes, I believe that there was a meeting um, that occurred, and um, I don't know the specific details uh, and whether or not Michael Cohen was in it. Um, you still think that there's a Miami Council of the Russian government that was dispersing pension checks? Yes. There was a Miami Council? Uh, yes. The whole story's been debunked, and he's saying it's true. I'm sorry. You know, I know you've been read all the stuff that people say is wrong. Um, but guess what? They're wrong. No, you're there wrong, There is a woman buddy. in Miami who works for the Russian embassy in Washington. There really is. But it's not a council. She's part of the council. I mean, she, it's, not a, it's not a physical office. But, you know, again, it's the semantics of what you're reading and you're saying, well, wait, this is like Talmudic scholarship where you're saying, you know, like, it's not the tablets, right? Everything is not like literally true down to the last bit. And if you think what he meant was that there was a physical office there, then you're reading more into it than the literal text shows. When we go out and do interviews with other people, they're going to say things like there are demonstrable things in the, in the document that are not true. So how would you respond to that? Well, I, I guess we, I just um, I don't think any of those people actually know um, what the truth is. He's a really, really bad liar, wasn't he? You could tell he was getting sh- he was getting shaken. I don't think he was expecting the uh, the guy from HBO to challenge him, saying, "You know, all that stuff you said has been clearly disputed and proven false, right?" And he's like, "People think that they think they know what's going on, but they don't. It's still true." The dude, the dude is a straight liar. He's a straight liar. Storm them all in the shades. Q wasn't a lot of disinformation was necessary. Comms had many different targets. Yes, in a lot of ways, yes. Like I said, when it comes to the Spygate stuff, they, they, they were pretty spot on with all of it. That's what got me hooked into all the Q stuff originally. Like I said, along with all the mainstream media um, lopsided coverage of Trump. You guys got to remember, their words are out there. Their words are out there. All these people are out there for years saying this is this is true. We were going all in with it. This is what we believe. There is this is absolute truth. It's all going to get exposed. But I remember this clip, ladies and gentlemen, from Trump because you know I don't know how everything's going to play out. And guys, I don't want to sit here and say that Hillary Clinton's going to get arrested, Obama's going to get arrested, Joe Biden's going to get arrested. I have hope that that's going to happen. And this. This news today, the show today, is definitely moving my needle more to that point. But I don't want to go there yet, guys, because I don't want to be let on a huge letdown 
and something happens and uh, we, we don't get what we want. We need to, we need to learn from our mistakes. You guys have been following me on the show for a while. We need to learn from our past and learn from mistakes. Let's take this day by day. But I do remember this clip here from Trump saying how he got the entire swamp. Do you guys remember this one? Uh, I think in light of all of the things going on, and you know what I mean by that, the fake news, the Comeys of the world, all of the bad things that went on, it's called the swamp. And you know what happened? And you know what I did? A big favor. I caught the swamp. I caught them all. Let's see what happens. Nobody else could have done that but me. I caught all of this corruption that was going on, and nobody else could have done it. Nobody else could have done it. And you know, a lot of this is still to be seen. And um, with everything going on, I'm feeling good. That's where this is going. Let's take our guys. We've we got a lot of victories uh, so far this week. A lot of big wins this week. And it's only going, hopefully it's only going to get better. But we are in for some rocky times. The supply chains are still a thing. Kids are still getting jabbed, guys. Kids are getting jabbed starting today. There is going to be some difficult shows and some difficult times for all of us to go through here. And we got we to enjoy the wins when we can enjoy them. And I want to show you this tweet here. People are saying this is a signal. I'm not looking into this. But Hillary Clinton, the only thing that I've seen her tweet out today because I was watching was this. She says, another flashing red warning sign for the health of our democracy. A lot of people say, uh, these people speak in comms. They sp- I, I, you know, I've been down that road. The dog comms, all that shit. I don't know if I necessarily subscribe to it, but I thought it was just kind of weird with all the news coming out. She says, red warning sign. It was just weird. I don't know if there's anything to make of that, but it's all of it, ladies and gentlemen, we got to take this as a win. A lot of people were out on Durham. A lot of people were saying, Scott, nothing's happening. Nothing's going to happen. Durham's a ghost. Durham's a ghost. And I said, let's just wait and see what happens. I'm on the same boat with all you all. I want shit to go down too. Trust me. I want it all to go down. But remember... We are, we are the cure to all this. We have to amplify these, these shows, these, these messages, this, uh, this content. Don't get caught up in the savior complex again, guys. Just don't do it. We, we need to learn from our, our mistakes and learn from our, from our past. Everything's looking good so far. With it, look where everything's going. We had a massive red wave in Virginia. Biden can't get his Build Back Better bill uh, anywhere. The Dems are completely going backwards. There's infighting among them. People are pushing back against these max van, uh, vax mandates. Biden is doing everything he can with OSHA right now. Kids are going to be getting jabbed. This is going to be some kind of crescendo that it, it, I don't even, I, got, I have no idea what this is all going to look like. I have no idea. You're going to have so many mixed emotions, so many things going on between Sheep getting their kids jabbed, them having heart attacks on both sides. People are going to be angry. People are going to hopefully, hopefully we're not going to be starved. Hopefully you guys are preparing and prepping and getting your shit together in case Biden wants to starve everyone out over this winter. We're in, we're in for some crazy, crazy crescendo, but I always keep in the back of my head too about, you know, a cyber pandemic, if 
if Joe Biden ends up getting indicted because of all this, forget it. If there was ever a time to nuke the internet and say there was bugs in every piece of electronic in the United States and across the world, we're going to nuke the internet as the, as uh, these big arrests go down. I mean, that, that to me would be what, what other, what other, what other better time? What other better time? Absolutely insane. But guys, yeah, this was all. This was everything that was rolling in here, and um, I was able to get it all gathered together for you and try to make this a coherent show. Because um, I, I do realize there's a lot of new people um, on these shows that haven't been around with us. You know, for the OGs out there that have been with me for three, almost four years now, a lot of us know a lot of these characters. But it's crazy, it's crazy. But we're all going to be able to hear. We're all going to be here to lean on each other and to get uh, to get each other through. Lean on each other and, re- and your real-life families and friends. And just remember, we are the cure. We are the solution going forward. My Foxhole family, you guys out on Twitch, D-Live, you guys, you guys crush it every single day. And Rumble, I love you guys. It's going to be nuts, though. Let's get into some of the leftovers, shall we? This is Bill Gates here talking about, what was his quote here? saying we have to be prepared for germ games. I think of the quote he said was germ games here. Listen to this quick interview that Bill Gates talking about. We need to to prepare for future pandemics because we are not prepared. Check this out. Are we doing things now, or rather are we not doing things now that we really need to be doing in preparation for the next pandemic? Yeah, so it was 2015 that I gave the uh, TED Talk and wrote a number of papers uh, titled We're Not Ready uh, for the next pandemic. And sadly, that was uh, a better forecast of what would happen than uh, anyone would have wished for. You know, the economic damage, the, you know, the deaths, it's been completely horrific. And I would expect that will lead the R&D budgets to be focused on things we didn't have today. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines to help you with your health. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys, Bill Gates just admitted the vaccines don't work. I just caught that now. Did you guys catch that? He says it right here. To be focused on things we didn't have today. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We didn't have vaccines that block transmission. So COVID can still spread. Hmm. We got vaccines to help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new... A new way of doing the vaccines. We We need to do a new way of doing vaccines. This scumbag and his butt buddy, Dr. Dr. Fauci, need to be thrown in prison at the minimum. Did you guys catch that? We need to do better because all these jabs we're about to pump into your kids... They don't stop transmission. They're, they're, he just says they're, they're good for your health. They reduce transmit. No, you know, they know what they're reducing. They reduce your immune system. They reduce your immune system on a weekly basis. You won't catch that on uh, on the corporate media or many shows out there. And to show you guys how completely unhinged the left is. 
this woman basically says that uh, she hopes that the kids, that kids that go on backs die or she even kill them. This is from Libs of TikTok. Listen to this crazy. This is why lefty bitches, they're the craziest of the crazy guys. Look at this. Some good news. Uh, kids can get the vaccine five and up starting next week. This is great news. And uh, as soon as these guys can get it too, all bets are off. You anti-vaxxers, all bets are off. All bets are off. Uh, yeah, if I, if I um, if I can spread it like annoyingly after that, um, I'm gonna sneeze on you. A lot of you. A lot of you. All bets are off because we're all done. We're all done with you. So as soon as these guys can be safe, screw the rest of you. Screw the rest of you because we're done. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, no more kind liberal here. Done. Sad thing is some of your kids will die, but I hope they don't. Maybe they'll just take your kids from you. That'd be good. Maybe they'll take your kids from you. Maybe maybe they'll die. I hope they don't die. But maybe they should t- they'll take your kids from you. That would be nice. These poor kids. Guys, there is there is going to be an a, a different there's going to be multiple awakenings. It's people like that. I don't wish death on anybody. But for a woman like that, just based off a of judgment off a video like that, it, it'll it'll take it'll take her own children having heart attacks in the hospital to make her realize that shit, this was not a good idea. For a lot of people, it's gonna take death for them to realize death within their own circles, their family, their friends to realize we fucked up. We fucked up. Yava, uh, pay Michael. Shade Scott, great information today. Pray it is not disinformation wrapped in a Hopian burger. My friend, there is never disinformation on this show. Everything I showed you, my friend, came directly from Durham's own indictment. No, there is never any disinformation on this show, my friend. If it's, if it's pure speculation, I tell you guys. But thank you for the uh, comment, my friend. Phantom Free with a cookie. Thank you, my dude. And Cage Farmer. Coming in hot, man. Thank you so much for the uh, EMP. It's getting very interesting. It is, my friend. And you guys are going to get the latest coverage and everything on this show. I can promise you. And Fanta for free with another cookie. Pure evil. Wise Mom says, I'll fuck her up in a minute. <laughs> you know what? Wise Mom Bear don't mess around. She don't mess around. You got to be careful with her. Mama Bear's in her name. But it's going to take people, guys. It's going to take people to realize... From InfoWars, 24-year-old hockey player dies after suffering cardiac arrest during a game. Sadeki, a professional player for the Bratislava Capitals, was announced dead after reportedly suffering from cardiac arrest. Professor and heart disease expert Dr. Joel KahnMD posted a link to the story on Twitter. He was 24 years old. Now commented uh, one respondent. And according to reports, his family expressed the wish... That no further information be disclosed about his death. It is not known if Sid had taken the vaccine or if his collapse was linked to any complications related to the jab. Very interesting, guys. But we've seen soccer players. We've seen NBA players. 
with blood clots, heart heart inflammation. And there was there was even a news report coming out from Zero Hedge that yes, hospitals are filled up right now. Where's my uh, jazz music at? Hospitals right now, they are filled up, but it's for blood clots and heart inflammation. Think about that. And what's going to happen when the uh, these poor kids, if they do survive the heart inflammation, they do survive this terrible shit that they, that this this drug. It's not a vaccine. It's a drug. It's a it's an experimental drug. What's going to happen to them in the future for the rest of their lives that their immune systems are completely jacked? Completely jacked for the rest of their lives. What kind of other diseases is that going to usher into their body that their bodies cannot fight because when their immune systems respond to any of these uh, viruses, they're going to produce these spike proteins. Guys, it's going to get ugly. CK Wars with a cookie. Thank you. And Junior with a cookie. I'll celebrate when Klaus Schwab is hanging from the gallows. Oh, man. Yeah, he's another uh he's another one. He is another one. These lefties are absolutely insane, guys. And just to give you a quick update on the Rittenhouse uh case, it looks it looks very good for Kyle Rittenhouse. But again, we've showed you guys I've showed you guys countless times on this show. The uh, the people that get unhinged. This is a screenshot probably Antifa, lefty Antifa, talking about Kyle Rittenhouse and saying, I'm willing to contribute to the bail fund of whoever pulls a Jack Ruby on Rittenhouse once he's acquitted and exits the courthouse. Basically saying, if anyone goes out and assassinates and kills Rittenhouse, they'll gladly pay, uh, uh, put money towards the bail fund to literally assassinate Kyle Rittenhouse. Remember the kid that uh, was defending property, giving aid uh, to women and and dudes, and dudes, while the uh, while Kenosha was burning down, and getting viciously attacked, shot at, beat with the skateboard. Oh, and that guy that he uh, that he shot was a convicted child uh, child uh, diddler, pedophile. But yes, Kyle is the one that deserves to be killed, right? Hmm. Yava pay, uh, Yava pay Michael three hundred gold pills. Scott Gray showed. I meant to say. Hope uh, this is not a distraction wrapped in a hopium burger. It's all good, brother. I, I wasn't upset what you said. I, <laughs> I wasn't upset what you said. And in a lot of ways, I agree with that man because we were we were, we went from talking to elections, from talking to these jabs with kids, all the way into this completely taking over the the uh, the news cycle today. And yeah, yes, it's uh. When things are this big, you gotta you gotta realize: is there anything else going on right now? What's not being talked about right now? And I totally agree with that, my friend. But this is uh, this was big stuff, big stuff today. So, guys, let me know in the chat. How are you all feeling? Give me a one if you feel fantastic. Two if you're still uh, kind of eh. Give me one for fantastic. Two for meh. Let me know in the chat. So I'd love to know.
Lots of ones and lots of twos over on Twitch. I totally understand both sides. People aren't going to feel a full one until uh, until all these people are, uh, are arrested and held accountable. Trust me, I, I understand it. I understand it. Cat Trump Girl says, School districts here will decide if they enforce the jab. I'm telling you guys, if they do, you got to pull your kids out. You got to pull your kids out of these schools. It is, it's not going to end well. And, you know, I don't know how much of the shedding thing is a, is, is legit. I would probably assume that it is pretty legit. I would not want my kids around other Vax kids or Vax people in general. Cause you, we don't know what it's doing. We have no idea what that's doing to their immune systems. Wise Mama Bear, yes. Yes. Oh, Scott, that's, that's devil horns. It's evil. Nah. Rocky Raku the cookie. You're on fire today. Thanks, my friend. It's a good day to be on fire because it's absolutely freezing in this house. It's freezing. We went from having the AC on last week to mid-30s at night to not breaking mid-40s throughout the day. And I'm just like, what happened? I'm not used to this weather, guys. We're used to having cold weather beginning in, like, September out in New York. September, you know... Early October. And I'm like, it's still like really, I still have the AC on. I did not think I would have to uh, get the, the, the heat's not on. So I had to call the uh, heat utility today. I'm like, oh, they'll probably be able to just turn this on tomorrow. No big deal, right? Call them and they're like, yeah, we're really backed up right now. We won't be able to turn on your heat till next Wednesday. I'm like, shit, shit. I got two boys. I can't be having it freezing cold in here. So we're going to have to figure that out. Promo of the Shades, they're starting to find votes for Sweeney. <laughs> Are they really, Burboy? Are they really? I thought it was confirmed. I, I read today it was confirmed that uh, that truck driver, he definitely won today. I know they were still counting votes for uh, for the New Jersey race. H2O made with a can. Fucking Goulden. Goulden. And... SA2829 with a cookie. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. You guys crushed it with the gold pills today. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're all feeling uh, pretty dandy for the most part, though. We do have a fireplace, but it's uh, one of those fake fireplaces. Cat, uh, I keep calling you Cat Trump Girl. You're California Trump Girl. We do have a fireplace, but it's one of those fake ones uh, run with uh, on ga- natural gas. So we don't have natural gas to uh, fuel the uh, fake fireplace but yeah so we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get some heaters it is a lot warmer downstairs than it is upstairs so we might just have to uh, might have to get a space heater put it in the middle of the living room and let it oscillate oscillate to everybody on the couches and the nice chairs that we have because I know somebody said if you get a space heater it it releases uh, CO2 carbon uh, monoxide we don't want that it's not carbon not carbon dioxide carbon co1 or just co carbon monoxide so we're gonna have to do some research trump goes i don't use the gas yeah it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird and ja q blue thank you so much for the can i appreciate that thank you 
Tom says, get a Dyson. Reverse ceiling fans. You guys are killing me. You guys are absolutely killing me. I know I promised you guys like two days we're going to be doing the documentaries. Um, I just, after the shows, uh, the wife needed help with the kids. I just could not justify having more time away from the boys while she needed help. And uh, I'm not blaming this on her by any means. It was just, I didn't even get to ask. I just knew if I did, it, would, it was going to not end up well. So I didn't have, I didn't have, an, I still have the documentaries and the other one I wanted to show you guys, the uh, obedient class. Um, it'll probably be, probably be maybe tomorrow night. We will do the uh, documentaries after the, um, your regular scheduled show here on this channel. So we can probably do that. So Burbo with a can lead story on gateway punter right now, finding votes for Sweeney and he hasn't conceded. That's crazy, man. The funny thing is, Sweeney is probably absolutely embarrassed and mortified that a man who has who has never run before, an $153 campaign, a truck driver, has absolutely got to have Sweeney enraged right now, and he's going to be the, the, the head of the uh, Senate for New Jersey. Just think about that. He's probably enraged, and he probably hates these people. He probably hates the citizens. Most of these politicians hate the citizens anyways. But I have a feeling if it ends up coming down after the dust settles in New Jersey, Phil Murphy is going to be doing what Project Veritas caught behind the scenes and forcing these mandates, and he's going to make New Jersey an absolute living hell. Because these politicians, they really hate you. They hate MAGA. They are vengeful. They're gonna make. They're gonna. They're gonna. He's gonna make the citizens pay. You wanted to oust me, you peasants, out of power. Oh, you have another thing coming to you. We're gonna come after your kids. We're gonna come after your taxes. We're gonna make it so unlivable here that you will leave, and only the sheep will remain. Just watch. Just watch. Skip a beer or two of the shades. Thank you so much, my friend. Is Sweeney really pulling fake votes right now? Oh my goodness gracious. You gotta be kidding me. Ed Dern needs to show up on his bike right now and bring his, bring, get some lawyers and show up with phones and start recording everything. Get the lawsuits ready. Get the lawsuits ready. It's coming. Waking down on Thanks so much for the cookie. I appreciate that, my friend. It is the top of the hour. Everyone's giving me uh, heating advice, which is so nice of you guys. You guys rock. Thank you. And we got close, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, to the 2,000 viewers. We hit 1,800 viewers across platforms today. It has gone up steadily throughout this week, and that is fantastic. We're almost at 2,000 viewers across live stream. It's really funny. I didn't realize like a super church, these mega churches, they seat like 2,000 people. I was just like, when you compare it, when you look at it like that, when you have like 2,000 people, when you imagine the amount of people, that is a big, big, big audience. I just thought that was fascinating. YouTube days, we were pulling like, I think the biggest show I pulled, live show I pulled was 6,000 people. It was insane. I couldn't even imagine what it would be now if I didn't get messed with. We'd probably be pushing guys 20, 30,000 plus on a live stream if I still had all the other stuff, but here we are. H2A with the shades. Thank you, sir. Got to do sh uh, shots now. Celebrate today. There you go, my friend. When I read shots, I was like, liquor, right? Not jabs. 
Thank you. True Chunky, yes, I did. I replaced them many times already. I, I think there's something wrong with it. But don't worry, we'll get it fixed. All right, guys, let me uh, let me get the... Uh, we got here, what we got here? There we go. Let me get you guys your lemons over on DLive. The hell happened to my channel on DLive? Do they, do they can me? I don't know. I thought for a second they uh, they canned my show. Which should be totally okay. The audience at DLive went like that, but if DLive, if DLive ended up deplatforming me, it'd be doing me a favor. Let me give you guys your lemons over there. 25 seconds over there. And everybody over on Foxhole, get your gold pills. Boom. Rose, big winner, 52 gold pills. Good for you, Tea Time Rose. Nice. Great to see you out there, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for watching, my friend. It was a good show. There was a lot of information. A lot of information flying all over the place today. It was insane. Absolutely insane. Let me just check the phone just in case uh, for cash apps. I don't think we got any. Just in case we did... And guys, just uh, everyone on Fox, will give yourselves a pat on the back. You guys are the, you guys are my top audience now, as far as live viewers. We're inching, you know, we're getting the seven close to eight hundreds on the live stream. The best thing you guys can do is get keep sending the keep get get your family, get your friends to sign up on Foxhole. Get them over here. All these donations that you guys pour onto this show on a full time basis, a chunk of that goes to the mats and fueling this platform to keep alive and keep it expanding. And to me, that, that is, that is the, that is win-win for everybody. You guys keep this channel going on a full-time basis and you keep the platform that we built um, our castle on, keep it running on a full-time basis as well. Thank you everyone on Twitch D live. You guys rock to my beautiful mods on all the platforms. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Crazy horse says, Scott, did you get my cash app? Um, then I'll text my, I'll text the wifey real quick. Hold on. So guys, and, and I'm sure most of you know this by now, the majority, uh, all the cash apps now, they go to the wife and her phone because obviously my cash app got deplatformed a long time ago. Just like everything else, like Venmo and, uh, you know, PayPal and she's with the boys right now. So she might not be able to get it to me. So, 
I'll text her real quick. Um, if, but if not, if I don't get it in the next minute or two, my friend, I will uh, I will check tonight. And Crazy Horse, I'll give you a, I'll give you a shout out uh, tomorrow for sure. But make sure you're saying it to the to the one to uh, to Constance, not not my old Cash App link. Hopefully, you're the old Cash App link should not be out there. The mod's been dropping the new one. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I see you guys are still giving me gold pills. I appreciate that. Nano Woo with a can. Papa Wu says, I have to rewatch the show. I was in a meeting. Can't wait. Nana Wu, it's going to be, it's going to be an epic show. Definitely. Uh, you definitely want to, uh, if you missed it, you're definitely going to want to um, have people watch a fan of from the cookie. Great show, Scott. Thank you. And I think that is the rest of them. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful guys. Go over, see season pixels, Gino, uh, Reven's on quite frankly, so many excellent shows on the Fox. So if you guys can watch 45,000 gold pills, you guys crushed it today. We're going to be back tomorrow for Friday Night Show at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. You guys know where to find me on BitChute, on Rumble, DLive, Telegram, course over on the Foxhole, Pill.net. Check out my sponsors, guys. Thank you again to my beautiful mods. We'll be back tomorrow night, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Until then, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.